Get ready to innovate and organize your workspace with Metro. As the industry leader in storage and distribution systems, Metro is here to transform and organize your kitchen. With their premium solutions, you'll experience the Metro difference. Metro's sturdy and versatile shelving units, workstations, holding cabinets, and utility carts are designed to streamline operations and maximize your productivity. Don't settle for imitators. Metro products last longer and offer unparalleled quality and durability. Plus, the many customization options ensure that your space is tailored to your unique needs. Hey, we use them here at Walk & Talk. Say goodbye to chaos and hello to order with Metro Shelving. Visit their website or contact them today to start designing your perfect space. Metro Shelving, your partner in organization and efficiency. All right, this is the Walk and Talk Podcast, and I am your host, Carl Fiadini. Um, still at the World Food Championship in Dallas, Texas, and we are having a blast. I finally got to eat. I am thrilled <laughs> because guess what? It has been a chef. It has been a long, stinking time, but I have been fed, and I am happy. All right, so <laughs> what we have, and I've been, you know, Jeff, by the way, I have been missing everything around here. Yeah, you just missed, like, uh, Brian Duff, Mark, uh-huh. Mark, Mark Henry, Henry the, everybody. Yeah. I, I mean, hilarious. I did eat, though. It's kind of a, you know, it's worth it. Well, you heard what I said. If you, they asked, like, Carl's not here. You want to do this? I'm like, uh, he's eating. Yeah, E2, Brutai. <laughs> yeah, I get it, man. I get it. All right, so, um, I mean, I don't know if you know this, but we have some, like, uh, some Texas royalty here. I'm just saying. Uh, we have the Miss Rodeo Texas 2023, <laughs> Riley Johnson, yes, how are you? I am good, good. How are y'all doing? Man, if I was any better, I'd be you. <laughs> but, you know, but Harry, you know what I mean? A little different. How long have y'all been out here? Uh, Tuesday, right? Yeah, Tuesday, when we had the debauchery happen on Tuesday. Yeah, do you oh, know, goodness. so uh, real quick, is, this is kind of <laughs> apropos to the whole, where's Bucky? Where's he, uh, yeah. he at? Oh, he's right there. See that kid? See him? Uh-huh. His name's Jacob. Real nice kid. His new name is Bucky. Okay, like after Bucky's the... No, no. like oh. like after he had yeah, all of our equipment inside the, the express van, and he hit a, he hit a buck. Oh, and, oh, goodness. And we didn't get the equipment until the next day. It was a whole whole thing. Anyway, oh, he's yeah. got a new name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. So, passing that, how, how do you get involved in Miss Rodeo, Texas? How, what... That's really cool. Yes, sir. How'd you get into it? So I got involved. Um, it was in, I was attended the Houston Rodeo the year that um, the Miss Rodeo Texas was Bobby Loran, and I saw her and I was like, I want to do that. And I I grew up on the rodeo circuit. My father professionally steer wrestled for many years. And but your brothers, right? My brothers are just getting into it. They're high school age. I'm ah. the, I'm the oldest of four. Um, but my dad rodeoed on the CPRA and UPRA circuits, um, and there's not a ton of rodeo queens out there, so I didn't really see that. But when I went to the Houston Rodeo and saw the lady who was Miss Rodeo Texas. So I was like, I want to do that. And so literally on the way home from the rodeo, I Googled like the requirements to be Miss Rodeo Texas. And I was like, I could do that. And so I signed myself up, got myself a coach. And then I was like, hey, mom and dad, I'm going to do this. And they're like, okay, all right, great. We'll support you. But Now, I heard that one of the requirements is you had to wrestle a donkey. Like you had to fight, like you had to fist fight. Is that true? <laughs> I don't know where that would be at. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so, but, all right. 
What so you now that you're Miss Rodeo, yes, Texas, sir. right? Miss Rodeo, Texas. Yes, sir. What do you have to do on a circuit, right? You got to go around and do stuff, right? I mean, yes, sir. So I stay primarily within the Texas area just because Texas is its own circuit, its own rodeo circuit. Uh, it's one of the few states that is its own rodeo circuit, and so I stay pretty busy all year long. It would be nice to travel to other states just to get to see the, my fellow state queens, but Texas keeps me very busy. I have gotten to travel outside of state to Colorado and to Cheyenne, Wyoming, oh, nice. but other than that, I stay in Texas. I love her. Colorado. Colorado is probably my second favorite uh, state. Really? What's yeah. your first? Well, I'm Boy, from Florida. So you're partial to Florida? I'm very partial to Florida. <laughs> Uh, I will tell you that where I grew up in Florida, we had, it was, it was a southern town. It was a mm-hmm. t- town of Davie. You, you know where I'm talking oh, about. We, yeah. we didn't know each other growing up, but we were like one or two people removed from That's our cool. Really yeah. cool. So there's a place in Davie. It's a Ber- Bergeron. Uh, yeah, Bergeron. Bergeron Farm Ground. Yeah. And, we, you know, we always grew up with the, you know, there's always rodeos going on over mm-hmm. there. It was really cool. Um, I never thought that I would be involved in it. Yeah. You know? But um, but we used to go watch. It was really really cool. So you have some causes that you uh, that you kind of tell talk about it. So as a rodeo queen, our job is just to promote and advocate for the sport of rodeo and just kind of teach people about it. You know, as a rodeo queen in general, the way that we're dressed and we present ourselves and carry ourselves draws attention. And so naturally, you have people approach you and just kind of want to learn about what it is that you do or why it is that you're dressed the way that you are. And so that's a good opportunity for us to just talk about it. And being here, I'm obviously not in a traditional rodeo setting, but I'm getting to talk about it and spread, you know, what I get to do. Um, as Miss Radio Texas, personally, my platform or like what I represent and preach throughout my year is just advocating and highlighting individuals within the rodeo community um, who are exceptional. So I highlight exceptional individuals being veterans, military personnel, um, disabled individuals, individuals with special needs and things like that. Right. So that's amazing. And that's awesome. And it's, you know, we need more, really, we, societally speaking, we, we need more of that. Yes, sir. Um, you know, uh, you know. One of the things Jeff brings to the Walk and Talk Media is his advocacy for mental health awareness. Mm-hmm. You know, we also advocate for farmers, uh, agriculture. You know, um, believe it or not, in Florida where we come from, I, where I grew up, we had a dairy farm on the corner. We had the orange groves uh, right next door. I mean, it was it was pretty rural. Yes, sir. Yeah, it was really cool. And you know, to be to come kind of this far in life and to kind of, you know kind of go go back and to be able to do something to to help that community you know just by awareness now yes sir uh i i, I don't know it's really cool I, I enjoy it and speaking just like from a personal perspective like when it comes to mental health and mental health awareness like that is one thing that i will say like the western industry probably just needs more education especially people who are settled into like traditional values because i know like back whenever my dad was a kid like that wasn't a thing like you know so just highlighting and creating awareness is a good thing yeah now you have to search for that or it used to be kind of just be there now you have to look for it and hope everybody else is looking for it too yes, all right so we're at a food competition yes sir. right and let's talk about food what what is your favorite 
it could be something you had at a restaurant, something from the, you know, me, ma, mama. You you gave me the list earlier, so I, it's got, what you got? So my some of my I have like three favorite foods. My first one is homemade chicken and dumplings. That mm-hmm. either I actually showed my dad how to make it the way I like it. So the way I like it's my favorite. Is that and right? And then um, sushi, love sushi, sushi and sashimi, and then homemade burgers. You can't beat a homemade like grilled on the back porch burger. Did I hear something about chicken and dumplings? Well, well, first of all, you know, I'm checking each one of them boxes because I'm all about the dumplings. I'm all about the sushi. And, you know, obviously you see you see my waistline. I'm all about the burgers, too. Um, So uh, when we're finished, Jeff's going to show you. uh, We did a photo. He he actually made some chicken and dumplings. Stupid, delicious. Mm-hmm. And it's plant based, actually. Oh, that's so cool. 100% cool. plant based. Very, very cool. I am Michelle very cool. I am cooking the No, I'm kidding. So, very cool. And we did a photo shoot on that on that dish. Uh-huh. Amazing. Amazing. And it correlated with the podcast episode, too. So, it's kind of cool. Yeah, that's cool. So, if you were going to choose sushi, burger, this is my fourth year at the, at the World Food Championship. I'm going to put you on the spot. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick, like, one to eat every day, yep. I'd probably pick, fun. like, sushi just because you can mix it up. And they're, like, one of my the only things that I'll actually eat is leftovers. Like, it won't just go mold this? in the fridge. I'll you actually see? eat it. Uh, <laughs> I see what she did. Did she triangulate it? you see what she did there? What you eat it for breakfast, though? That's a true sushi connoisseur. Um, Actually, I probably would. Yeah, okay, there we Some go. Some of them are really I, I yummy. Gotcha. I got yeah. you on that one. You know, whatever you're eating, if you can't eat it for breakfast and be happy with it, get rid but of like it. But like a breakfast exactly. burger? Yeah. You can't eat a breakfast burger. Come on, breakfast man. With a, especially with an egg cracked yeah. on top. Oh. <laughs> Bloody Mary okay, aioli. Yeah. My Vodka goodness. on the side. <laughs> you know, I, no matter how much that I consume in food, I always seem to save room for more. You know? I, true story. It's true. It's true the story. truest thing ever. I got a question. <laughs> Not even sticks. It's true. So you love agriculture, too, obviously, check, because check, you're one, talking two. about livestock. One, two. What technological advancements are really helping push the agricultural uh, the category up to the next level? Um, I would really say that I feel like social media does a good job of that. The, social media has a lot of, like, pros and cons, so it's kind of hard to advocate for social media. But in the world of agriculture, I feel like social media does a really good job of reaching and networking other people who aren't involved in that industry. Um, and then also, like, as a rodeo queen, our job is to talk about and advocate for not just rodeo, but agriculture and livestock and where our food comes from. You know, I, what I want to do with you, I want to introduce you to a really good friend of mine. His, his name is Patrick Kelly, and he, he's got a podcast. His, I looked at what he was doing and kind of, you know, I, we do different things, yes, but sir. he was a, he was a, um, I don't want to say mentor, no, but I took a lot from what he was doing and I enjoyed it and it's in our, in our show. Yes, sir. So he, he's, uh, he has a podcast called the Produce Industry Podcast mm-hmm. and it's all about farms and, you know, fruit and veg and, and, and how stuff's grown and it's really cool. Mm-hmm. He's in Florida too, but obviously, you know. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I would love to set that up, and I feel like it would be a great interview. Mm-hmm. And his following is like 
stupid, ridiculously <laughs> large. Yeah. Not as much as ours, though, because we're number one. He's like 100, uh, I think it was like a number 57 the other day. Yeah. We roll around with only, you know, only high-rolling podcasters here, okay? So I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just quick flex. I got yeah. a question for, like, young women that will look up to you, obviously. Yeah. How does that balance with, like, you mentioned social media, and there's that pro and con. How do you juggle that? And what would you tell the younger self or somebody who was going to be inspiring to be you when they grow up? I would just say, like, really and truly, I know it's hard and it's a mental battle, but really and truly try not to compare yourself to those on social media. Um, just because it really and truly it is hard. Like, they have this, why can't I have that? Or they look like this, why can't I look like that? So, fighting. Hey, everybody, it's Chef Katie Dixon. I am here at the World yeah, Wing Championship it's, in it's Dallas, Texas. And damage being right next right to the stage. Yeah, but just kind of fighting that internal battle of not comparing. Maybe drawing on what they're doing or reaching out and being like, hey, what is it that you're doing to achieve this? But not fully comparing yourself to them is, is a really thing, is a thing that I've had to just kind of talk to myself about because I was in that cycle of comparing myself and then a con of social media like I have a personal connection because I've personally lost two people that I went to school with who like self-harmed or committed suicide because of cyberbullying and because of social media so I have to both sides, the negatives and the positives and seeing how much it has helped Rodeo Queening grow and how, how much it's helped the agriculture and rodeo industry and things like that and how it can take a small local bu- so business and spread it nationwide. There are so many good things, but there's also and, so many um, bad things. Yeah, I, I really thank you for that because I know I could see the emotional pain in you when you said that and it's it's really deep but the problem I think in our society is that we don't talk enough about mental health and that's why I'm such a big advocate of it I think the more we tell our stories the more we can actually touch somebody's lives to realize and say oh my god look at her she's a queen of the rodeo and she's talking about this and I think thank you so much for bringing it to the forefront but moving forward with agriculture I mean I'm a boy from Florida and, and Florida and we don't have rodeos. Yeah, he had it out. Davey, what is somebody like, what would be interesting for somebody to go watch the rodeo? Like, I'm going to fly in because I want to see this because I'm in Texas. Talk to me about that. So, Texas has a bunch of big rodeos that we're known for. So, we're known for the San Antonio Rodeo, Houston Rodeo, Fort Worth Rodeo, um, Arlington. Those are the big ones that really and truly just kind of put on the show. And afterwards, they usually have big concerts. So, it's, it's time, the time that you spent to go to the rodeo is well worth it. And so, um, you really kind of get the full experience when you go to those big rodeos because afterwards they have opportunities for you to meet the cowboys and cowgirls and take a picture with them. So, overall, like the entire experience is well worthwhile. But there's a reason that the bull riding is left till the end because it's one of the most captivating events. Um, one of my personal favorites is saddle bronc riding, and then I also have you know a personal tie to steer wrestling because that's what my family does. But overall, like it's hard to pick a really favorite because they're all captivating in their own way and they all stem from traditional values of the West. And you, I'm glad you just said traditional values of the West because these these competitors, whether male or female, they're competing on a level that they do this every day, right? It's not like it's a sport where they train. It's a, it's a lifestyle because that's what they do on their farms, correct? Yes. And so, well, sometimes. So some people, they do it traditionally. Like they, they might go out on the ranch and rope cattle every day and then 
just go rodeo. But a lot of the people who put a lot of money and like blood, sweat, and tears into it, they might not be out in the pasture, but they're going to be in the arena practicing every day. The rodeo industry has become so competitive that you really, you and your animal partner, like your partner, have to truly be athletes, like the top athletes. And that's so, you know, I look at that the same way. There's me and, and my animal, right? Because you know we have to we have to be on our game, and it's the truth. I'm only kidding. I, I love you, baby. All right. So, how does how does um, how do we find you? How do you find me? So I know where you are right now, but how how does everybody else find you? So you can find us on social media on either Facebook or Instagram. You can type in Miss Rodeo Texas, and our pages will come up. Um, and we also have a Miss Rodeo Texas Facebook or like website web address. So if you just type in Miss Rodeo Texas, like in your Google search engine, we'll pop up and um, you can learn more about what we do and then my two counterparts as well so there's Miss Radio Texas Miss Radio Texas Teen and Miss Radio Texas Princess so we represent three different age groups um, it's not just me some state title some some states only have a Miss but right. we are lucky enough to have all three so you can learn about my my two girls as well my daughter would want to be that yeah, not mine. Mine, no, does, mine doesn't want any. She doesn't want anyone looking at her. She's one of those that she wants to be in the background. She'll mine take, must be a mechanic. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Ooh, that'd be yeah. cool. Mine, mine will take mechanic. any sort of princess, whatever. Like she'll take the. <laughs> <laughs> know what I mean? Like princess. But and I, there you, is a Miss Rodeo, Florida, so she could. Is that right? Be, yes, I've okay. met her. Well, that's cool. All right. Listen, you, wait, wait. What? You have to get one of those hats that she has that she put on the counter right there yeah. on the table. Right. You have to see that Texas emblem. Yeah, oh, you, you want to hold it up? Around. Yeah. Well, you can turn around and watch to look at it. It's got glitter and rhinestone on it. You need a hat like that, buddy. I don't. <laughs> I, mean, it's good. You're, I mean, you're here in Dallas. I'm sure they've got plenty of hats. You could go pick yourself up one. I have, you know, you well, you ain't lying. Wait, I mean, wait at home. I'd rather get the buckle. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, oh, yeah, those are pretty cool. White hats, though, are getting harder and harder to find. People don't really make a lot of white hats, so they're kind of a hot commodity. No kidding, really? Well, all right. I'll Amazon it and see if there's something there. You know what I mean? But I do. You're in in the the place where it's made, bro. Yeah, Yeah, I'm saying, but they probably got a store here. I don't have to go. Stockyards, and you can find endless amount. You You, can go be. I am. I got. I'm. I am not lazy in life, but like I don't want to go shopping. Like I, I'll just. Uh, that order most, it. Most men don't want to go. That's shopping. what I'm saying. <laughs> if you give me your credit card, I'll get you a full outfit. I bet. Yeah. No. Yeah. Get in line. Get in line. There's a lot of that going on. So anyway, I'm, I want the buckle. I really want the buckle. All right. I've got some hookups for that who can make you a custom one. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, can, I, can I get one like with a lock yeah. and My, my princess, Stop it. Um, Peyton Robertson, her dad professionally makes belt buckles, so he can make you one custom. All right. So, we're, yeah, we're going to we'll, I got you. I have one. Yeah. We, we, I've got the digits. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, Mr. Producer, if you will. All right. Riley Johnson, you are super cool. I, I, I was going to, I was, you know, yeah, super, super cool. And um, I, I wish you the best. And if there's anything we can do to help you uh, promote yourself and promote um, agriculture, agriculture and, the, and all the stuff that you hold dear for you that you're working on. We'll stay in contact. Let yeah. us know. Thank you very much. Thanks for being on the program. Awesome. This is so cool. Thank you so thank much you for Kylie. having me. Appreciate thank you Kylie. so much. What? Kylie. I said, I said thank you. Kylie. You called me Kylie. I did. I said, I did not. I didn't say Kylie at all. You want to put it back? Put it back. Put the red flag. Where's the red flag? I said thank you kindly. Oh, kindly. Man, you, I tell you what. Good save. No, save my ass. You can go ahead and go look at that. Roll the tape. Roll it. You're fired. Get out of here. No, wait, don't go. 
Let me tell you about my friends over at Citrus America and their amazing juicing equipment. They're revolutionizing the way you enjoy freshly squeezed juice. They're at the best hotels, restaurants, and markets. Their mission is simple. Develop a unique consumer experience with on-premise juicing, deliver healthy taste options to clientele, and juice more faster. It's that easy. Citrus America supplies the highest quality juicing equipment and solutions in the industry. So whether you're a small business owner or a large corporation, Citrus America has the right juicing equipment for you. Find out more at citrusamerica.com.